Welcome to Whiskey in the Stream, where we play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons in a homebrew setting. This is a real play podcast with adult language, big daddy root, and nonsensical whimsy. You have been warned. I think that we could also, that Warforged could become a new Sparrow Cleese. So you're thinking of it's becoming the anchor point giving it the knowledge ahead of time to be able to stop what happened and then the rest of the souls leave, mortals leave, but that mortals stay, as it is now the new anchor and the new Sparocles, we'll say, of this facility. I... Could we have the key ring eat this energy? I mean, would that be a possibility? I, I think that's what... Dirty man, say. Who are you playing now? Dagon. Dagon. Mm-hmm. That's what Dagon suggests. No, not Dagon. <laughs> no. Dagon Drom. Dagon Drom. Dagon. Well, I I will at least for all the ideas that are floating around around right now. I will draw my land line in the sand of saying. I do not want it to just allow it to play out. There is no reason to allow a planet-wide devastation from this explosion. There are millions, billions of innocents on this planet that have nothing to do with it. I agree with you, sister. So this would destroy the whole planet? Maybe I missed that. It's, uh, well, sorry, yes, uh, sorry, Pap here. It is entirely possible that this chain reaction could, because it exists on a dragon vein, uh, have larger sort of chain reaction uh it may it may not it may be localized it unfortunately may not um but probably the bigger issue is that this world is not dominated by any one of you any one of the pantheon no excuse me please don't don't let me offend you it's just this world is full of champions of different types which is kind of unique so maybe we should give the planet to one of us that would solve that, right? I like to spread my seeds all over. Yes, we know full well about that. Let's not go into that. The sister's going to stifle a laugh by taking a drink. (laughs) Always the comedian. Wow. Has taken come in and know me better, man, to mean something quite different now. Oh, mercy. You know what? Inspiration root, because that was the root and or future item. Yeah. There's... Okay. I don't mind to interrupt, McCain. Go ahead. I sense that there are other options that we haven't explored. Yes, we could expand the rift to include uh, explosions. Just the only problem with that is it would lock in all of these mortals. And what does that mean, lock in? Well, they would be unable to leave. They would be, it was, would become, basically they would all become, not the anchor points, but the entire area would become an ace and basically create a new version of what Sparocles was living in, in this area. If we adjusted the local time. Yes, and they would also not be able to pass through my gates either. Those souls would be lost to that section permanently 
in the same way that Sparacles is. Really, mm -hmm. any anchor is going to rob a soul of their proper entrance to my realm. Could we move them out before we set the anchor? Well, typically, in the past at least, like with Sparacles, the anchor had to have two eyes to see and have already given something of themselves to create an anchor point. But if you release their souls, they'll, they'll come back to you eventually, right? But if we you expand no that... Have control. Uh, and you hear, like, hear the like, growling behind the mask. It's not always about the control of the souls. It is the sanctity of death that matters. Yeah, but they'll eventually die anyway, so... But not if they are trapped in that temporal rift. But like I said, There's... we should just move them out, right? We move them out? We have to get more seats at the table. Please, please do not seat the table. <laughs> Listen, there's yeah. enough of these dirty pistachio shells. I'm quite finished with you throwing seeds at pistachio shells. Many of us eat at this table. So we could move them out, anchor that point on the new... It could run that area, and then we could send them wherever they need to be, and we could contain the area and not have to manipulate as much time. We'd just be manipulating, you know, life essence. One, I believe that what they were saying is the anchor has to be a living being. Right. So the machine, the ancient one that's not even supposed to still be alive and seems deathless. What oh, the, the, the mortal machine mortal. Yes. You're saying make that the anchor. What if, what if we reverse the time and seal the place in the temporal rift before it explodes and use... Like there are multiple warforged beings, souls in that area. Um, perhaps we could use one of those. What about the newly reanimated one? That's what I was thinking of. And take, take the time, mortal, and I guess put him back where he belongs. He seems like he would cause the problem. Uh, terribly sorry. Is it fair to punish one mortal for another mortal's choice? Don't let me make your decision. Uh, just think that perhaps... I'm confused about which mortal we're talking about now. I think we're talking about... I think Kaylin was being talked about as one anchor. anchor right. Vren TikTok. as another anchor, and then TikTok. As, yeah. yeah, TikTok as an anchor. And then mm -hmm. take the mortals out and send Vren and Ren back to their realm. Do we know which of the mortals caused this, or was it a collective effort? Sister can leave it. Oh, we know. They're not very intelligent, to be honest. I think one of them absorbed some kind of energy, and that started the whole cascade of events. Uh, let's see, and there's like this flipping of paper sound as you see uh, Sir Pap unrolling himself a little bit. Uh, yeah, well, if we go far back enough, actually the theater is responsible for this. Um, the theater, it, it uncovered this sort of smuggling operation, which led to the discovery of the key ring, which somehow allowed it to become attached to a group of mortals. Uh, of this group, actually. 
Uh, it's rather attached to all of them, even though it has tried to eat several of them. Uh, it did try to absorb some of their energy in their sleep for a few, and then apparently chose against it, which is also it's interesting. First to there. Oh my, that that would be, uh, let's see, in the world of uh, several months, uh, the rubber band effect of that would be significant. Uh, but that is definitely an option if you all choose to do that. Ken will just write a whole fucking new campaign. The rubber band effect for that would be, you know when you've seen rubber bands on a watermelon, they just keep putting them on there and then boom. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's my that's my head. Perhaps uh, if we had a volunteer, to be perhaps it ought to be a punishment. It seems to me that we are deciding on an anchor and moving time backwards. Is that the agreement that we've come to? I believe if we could move time back to right before moments before the event, instill the knowledge of what was about to happen in our anchor stop the event get the rest of the souls and morals out anchor that area so that time no longer so so out of character i don't care if ren died i don't know how other people feel about their characters so i don't want to decisions that yes i know it's a little metagaming but to me the most important thing is that people are happy I'm kind of the same way where I know if if asked, Kaylin would volunteer to save his friends and become right. an anchor. I can play a new character or I could keep playing Kaylin. It really doesn't matter to me. Same way. Me too. So I will say, yes, thank you for bringing that up because, yeah, this is more. About I think this is going to just keep going in circles if we don't <laughs> just say this out loud. Just right, right. Yeah. So a little meta with this. I mean, you guys are playing gods right now so playing meta with it i think is fine (laughs) who's gonna be mad the dm fuck him he'll figure it out uh what would doing putting the anchor there cause for you like is i know we're trying to find energy sources for asti and i'm assuming this might be part of that if we completely block out this energy source where she's not going to absorb it is that going to cause a problem? Because she's always going to be one key shy and can never get that key. You have already absorbed the elemental key that was in this area. Yeah, that's what I thought. So Kaylin yeah. has it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was expecting bigger. I thought that was literally just a power cell. But if Kaylin <laughs> becomes the anchor, then Asti will never get the power. Well, the anchor is not tied to the location. Sparkly's just seems to hang out in this one area, but he has said that he leaves it all the time. From his perspective, all the time. Even though in real world, it's like thousands of years before he shows up again. So there is an avenue there to pursue in case you guys wanted to talk to Sparklies to find out more about his anchor deal. Um, But that's not entirely necessary. Yes, regardless of the decisions here, the decisions with your characters are going to be yours in the end. So let's say, hypothetically, you all decide to return time back to the time of the theater. Vren and Scarlet wouldn't even be on this plane. You would be back in the uh, Shadowfell. Right. We'd be level ones. Back to level ones. Asti would just be getting discovered. 
but then there would be a rubber band snap effect in which it takes that reality and snaps it forward in time. What effect that has, I got to figure out. Uh, but I can go ahead and say this. I don't think we're taking that option, Ken. So, yeah, cool. you don't want to go back to the theater. Well, no, I, I think what he's saying is it would it would snap there, but then we would pick up here. It just our path. Everything has to get rewritten. Basically. Yes. So for us, it's not that bad. For Ken, it's awful. Yeah. No, no, I just I just laugh because you're like at the theater. That's where things went to go wrong. And that's why I was like, oh, we'll just go back to then. I was just joking, obviously. Uh, it, I mean, it is technically an option. You guys have a lot of options here, um, depending on what you want to do. But let's say that you guys decide to go back to the point before everything happens and you don't want to play your character anymore. You're like, I've I've reached everything I can do with them. I don't want them to be there. Then we can have something set up and we can move them forward into something else. So, for instance, for our uh, Shadowfell characters, if you guys really don't want your friend and Scarlet, let's say you go back to the point where they're alive again. And you go through, you get your upgrades, and at the end of it, you're like, you know what? I want to go make a deal with Sparkles. Sparkles, can you take me to the Shadowfell? Here's what I'm willing to pay. Characters out. Then we got to get you guys up to the top, and you guys can find your other, the the new characters for the players. Right. right. Um, but someone who is an anchor can continue to adventure on because the anchor is a time anchor, not a space anchor. So you aren't stuck there forever. Okay. Then what would? I don't know. I mean, I guess that'd be knowing what the anchor would actually do, but it could, it would, I would assume it would play into other parts of that character's story along the way. It would be RP mostly um, because, like, I tried out a few mechanical limitations to being an anchor and found that it wasn't fair. Like, there was no way I could justify being at these limitations being fair to any player. So I decided instead that the effect is purely RP. So it might be a heavy toll for the RP character, but it is an option. So would the character just never grow old? Because they're stuck in that time. They are not stuck in that time, but time is tied to them. So, for instance, uh, in-game, you guys could talk to a current anchor to see what their deal is. And that would give you more information on what a new anchor for this particular instance would end up dealing with. I say we snap back and talk to the Sparklies. Entirely up to you guys, because like you also don't have to do any of that. Like I said, like those four little suggestions of solutions were just ones that I put together that, sorry, spoilers, uh, <laughs> I put together four of them. So some of you have the same ones, some of you have different. One of you has more information than anyone else on one solution. Is that me? Because I don't see it on my thing. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, uh, oh, maybe it's in a different spot. Maybe if it's you in your email. Your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking <laughs> at it. So if you look at the solutions. Okay, the... I was looking at the, the sheet you sent me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the solutions portion. Um, That's in the email itself. Got it. Yeah, most people, like whoever else also has the reverse time, ends at the second bullet point. Yep. They don't have the third or fourth. Totally out of character. Mm -hmm. Did you, you wrote all this stuff and made all these pantheons and everything? Mm -hmm. 
players give DM inspiration. <laughs> I mean, that's impressive. That's that's a lot of work. Uh, and I was able to create that whole document. Uh, with the two weeks since we missed last session, I was able to go into this idea a little bit more in depth. Because it was like one of the, the handful of ideas, because I talked to Kaylin's player character about some options, uh, and then I had some of these. But then, since we skipped last session, I was able to dive into this a little bit more, and I was like, okay, I'm running with this deus ex machina, except that the machine part, whole hog. So I was able to do a little bit more with it. So like I've got a separate document for all the divine problem solutions. And for me, it's like two and a half pages. Um, so I know you guys got a ton of information, and I'm sorry I made okay. you guys read a shit ton, but that's okay. So I think I've said everything except for this. I do want to bring up the fact that the key ring is not following its pattern, and these mortals are screwing it up. Although I think I said something similar earlier, but I just wanted to let you know that the mortals in question are damaging the key ring. Are they damaging it, or is it just attached to them? It is not following its pattern that it should be. I, w I would agree. Yes. It just seems so then attacked. eliminate the mortals. I mean, it seems like they've caused all kinds of problems. Punish them. That seems a little bit extreme even for you, Saren. Yes, and for someone that, you know, is generally concerned about the effects the modern cosmos on these deaths... Well, all these deaths. It is a very logical explanation. I mean, yes, there are deaths. Deaths happen all the time. I mean, that's what is what, you know, powers your realm. There are yeah. fruit flies. True. Letting them all die, letting this whole planet or section of material plane die, yes, that would send more souls my way. But it feels cheap. Unjustly. Well, I'm not saying everyone. We could anchor this point. But we could, if I'm reading this right, I'm sorry. It says the key ring is not following its pattern because it's attached to the mortals in question. So we're just talking about the player characters, right? Not like the whole world. Yeah, so as part of that part of it, the key ring, or ASTI, is not doing what ASTI normally should be doing because it has attached itself to this group of people. Every other iteration of it has followed a normal pattern of chaos and destruction and either unlocking or locking the, the planar gap. But for some reason, this group is messing things up. Okay. So I guess my opinion is that remove this group from the key ring by either locking them in the time portal or letting their decision using the one that's left as the anchor. In a way, the, my uh, just seeing how that keyring has been interacting with these mortals, if they were suddenly taken away, I believe there would be some devastating consequences. I think it should return to its normal function, right? You would think, but I think eventually it would. But there would be some chaos in between. This this keyring seems to have developed more emotions and attachments and is protective and mournful. We saw it mourn when one of these mortals died. That is not normal. And would be quite unpredictable. 
It is attached to multiple planes. And also meta real quick, Scarlet and Ren. I don't know if you knew it, but yeah, when one of our other player characters died, like Asti literally mourned her, like got super depressed and sad, kind of went into like a hibernation. I was wondering about that. Raged. Yeah. So one one of our characters did die and like she was super attached to her. So Mm. that's where my player knowledge is coming in of like, yeah, if all of a sudden all her friends were gone. Nasty fix everywhere. Never mind. They've already been gone for like a month as it is, right? She's been following them. Kaylin did. Kaylin did, but maybe forgot to say that. How did you know? Yeah, because Kaylin got logged in to the machine and saw life above. That's right. I did tell you that. Yeah. So Kaylin knew. He just forgot. He didn't. No, he did say something. He said he thinks that Asti was upstairs. I think he said it to like Root or somebody. Shit. Whoops. But that again, no. So we know the key ring is close by, and if all of a sudden oh, well, gone. We knew she was above us, but I didn't know she was Yeah, she's she's in the facility. How? Well, let's not even get into that. Kayla um, doesn't know how. <laughs> um I think Perhaps we should, if, I think one of our anchor ideas of choosing whether it be the mortal that caused it or the Warforged individual as anchors, I think that might be one of our best options. But perhaps we should get more information on what it means to be by the one that's currently. Agreed. Sarah Pop, you can allow Sparkles to capture. Lords and ladies, far be it for me to question you, but you, you want? Sparkles to come in here? Yes. We want to talk to the cat. Very well. Please, excuse me, just a moment. And he kind of rolls up and then falls through the floor. A moment later, wall kind of opens up and very cautiously this Andro Sphinx treads inside, uh, looking up at all of you. It, from your perspective, it, it is about house cat sized. It's so cute. Went from being a giant monstrosity to. Of course, it's a ginger cat. Yeah. So tell us how you have failed, Sparocles, and why we must, and what it means to be an anchor. Because we... mm. yes, uh, lords and ladies, pardon me for intruding upon your uh, talks. Uh, uh, so I am here to advocate for... No, 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 no. Answer the questions. Yes, sorry. Um, Sarah well, uh, Anchors? Let him speak, Sarah Pep. Of course, my lady. Oh. You may continue. Thank you. And, like, it's a childish reaction of just this big grin and this pout. From a, a sentient stack of papers, um, but Dagon wants to flick a pistachio at the at the little record keeper. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Mister Sparks, Sparkles, this this tracks. Yes, um, what? Uh, I'm I'm terribly sorry, Lord uh, McCain. You asked me what it means to be an anchor. Is that right? 
Yes, and how did you come to fail so terribly at it? Well, I guess that's my performance review for this cycle, but... <laughs> Good news uh, work. To be an anchor is to know the time that it should have been. So, uh, for me, I see where some of my early companions had destroyed this facility, and they had allowed the void to in cause another incursion. I see their bodies still. Every morning, she that remains scattered across the plains. Every morning that I see them, if I leave this area and go and visit, the first time I see them, I see them as they were at that time, from when they were destroyed. I see the world as it was as it detonates, and I see it as it is now at the same time. It is... Not all the time anyways. What? Yes, Lord McCain, but from a mortal's point of view, it is difficult to see more than one time at a time. It is worse so to see those you care about destroyed in such a way because you have asked for something so heavy as to have time moved back 30 minutes. And I have... Although my report is apparently showing poorly, I have guarded this incursion point for the better part of 16,000 years without an additional incursion. For 16,000 years, I have woken up every morning seeing their bodies in front of me. And what do you advocate for a spot? These, these mortals in this group, they are different from most of the mortals I deal with on a regular basis. I don't see them in a swirling mass of destruction. I don't see them broken and scattered. I see them as a group of friends and family, pushed together through difficult times. I, I see them moving things in a way that may allow the keyring to live a new purpose might even allow it to be one again, or four again instead of one, or one again instead of four. It, I, I know that I can never see what your designs are, but the key ring has served its purpose longer than, even than I have. And it's, for me, nice to hear that someone is treating it like a person. Instead of it, and it's a shame that it's taken this many millennia for that to happen. But my job as an anchor is to see what it was before that change in time. And yes, I do admit, I do indeed hide within my little pocket of that temporal gap. But I do not regret it. It was the right choice. I thank you all for having allowed me to have made that choice so many years ago. It is not an easy job to be an anchor. But it is a good one. At this, the Twilight Sister will stand up 
and allow herself to like come down to almost his size. Thank you. And thank you for your service. There may have been a new incursion. If you have done a swell job until now. Yeah, as soon as you start coming towards him, he like buries his face in his paws. Like he is he is not looking up at all. Still raise his head up. Could we just expand him, his ankle? Uh, that would be expanding the temporal rift that he typically sits in. Which would include all of them. And then they would all be stuck. All the mortals. Okay. Now, after she says all that, she'll then return to her seat. And she'll kind of pose it to the group, because she's not sure about it. But if we were to choose a new anchor for this area, and for this incursion, would it then release? Sparrowcles from being the anchor of his current temporal rift, or would we have more than one temporal rifts in the same area? Uh, I can actually help you with that, uh, good madam. Uh, it would be a separate incursion event, so it would be a, a separate anchor. Uh, Sparkles is currently assigned, um, so if he were to try to become another anchor, it would be difficult. Otherwise, we could expand his domain, uh, in which case he would see both. Uh, his particular event, as well as this new one. Okay, could we, so... Could we release Sparkles, whoever the new anchor is, have them watch over both? Uh, when Sparkles dies, uh, his soul will still be the anchor. Um, but he is one of those many long-lived creatures. The more so, because of his ability to adjust time as he apparently learned to do and cat oh, yes and being a cat he does apparently appear to have multiple lives i'm an andrew sphinx nobody <clears throat> meow you're free to go thank you i i do appreciate the time uh if i may say i do believe in these mortals i believe in what they can do i believe they are idiots but I believe they're good idiots. Thank you. Thank you. He keeps his head lowered and slinks out of the room. Doors closing before it just becomes, again, that blank plane of existence. Uh, Sir perhaps seems a little quieter than he was before. Well, uh, Garen speaks up. So that is the cost of an anchor see what was and is at the same time, but they can apparently live their own life. He has chosen to hide. I would be surprised if any of the anchors anchor options here would choose to hide in such a manner. Who's Morrigan? Uh, good, sister, the, good sister of the Morrigan. She, um, she's also sometimes called the Raven Queen in the Shadowfell. Uh, the Dark Mistress, the War Crow. She is an associate of mine. But so that is the god, right? What's that? Garen's the god? Garen? Yeah, Garen is the god of death who's here. Uh, the Morrigan is a goddess of... She is also a goddess of death, but more so with war. She's the kind of other name for the Raven Queen. So okay. that's who... Uh, Vran and Ren would be familiar with who they grew up with learning about would have been the Raven Queen slash the Morrigan. 
And because they are a wealthy family, they would probably know both. Uh, both names, sorry. But they had been previously attached to the Raven Queen just by nature of being a wealthy family in the Shadowfell. So for Mekane, the option to steal someone away, to have a champion that was fostered by one and then can now work for you, it's not a bad idea. Well then, perhaps we ought to decide what options we agree on. Perhaps, sister, what is your... We'll just go in sort of an, an order. Uh, sister. Twilight sister. Sorry, not Saren. Twilight sister, what is it that you believe would be the best course of action? I believe choosing one mortal to be the anchor point would be the best option. Rewinding time, making them aware. And I don't believe that this should be a punishment. I believe knowing what Sparkly's saw, and he made the conscious decision to choose to become an anchor. It needs to be a choice of the individual, because they're going to have to suffer for life. And if it was not their choice and it was forced upon them, that is not just, and that is not, that does not bring order. But a volunteer who's willing to suffer will have a more effect, better effect. And I, I do believe the champion I have down there perhaps would be willing to do this and even stay in the facility and help guide these new souls that are being created. But again, I believe it needs to be a McCain, what of yourself? I agree with the Twilight sister. You said rewind it and create an anchor. Mm -hmm. Is that accurate? Yeah. Um, and have it not be a punishment for causing the incursion. No, have I agree. Being a choice. Yeah. A choice. And the one that caused it, I was planning on making a chopper from happy. Well, Saren, what of you? <sighs> as much as I'm tempted to let it all play out, I do see the logic and reason in reversing the time and creating an anchor of their own free will. Um, yeah, you do speak. You speak wisdom, Twilight Sister. Thank you, Sister. While that is already a majority, I would still like to hear Dag and Drum, your opinion. I agree with imparting wisdom upon these mortals as knowledge can be both power and burden. Allowing one to become an anchor, maybe some slight suggestion towards the TikTok becoming said anchor, just to not incur more devastation for I was impressed and inspired by Spirocles' wisdom with allowing this key its connection to the its mortal companions. I would agree that we should allow this attachment to grow. As for myself, my initial reaction is to let this world deal with its own choices that led to this and harvest those that are remaining. However, 
I also know how both Palakis and Silver Mother would feel about that situation, and instead would agree that the best solution would be for an anchor. However, I must disagree with you all in regards to choice. I think it should be someone who is directly involved. I do not believe that causing an innocent to suffer it would be fair, nor would it teach a lesson, nor would it prevent a further incursion. However, seeing as the vote is currently four to one against me, I understand that it will be a matter of choice. I do believe it is important to state that I am against forcing a non-related entity to take on that burden. I do not know that any of those new souls can genuinely appreciate the eternity of an anchor. There are only a dozen anchors in the material plane at all. And I don't include those who are anomalies, which is that one pesky mortal keeps shifting. Incidentally, if any of you come across Neil de Brighton, remind him that I am looking for him still. No. Uh, I don't think the, so. The gods? Yes. Well, the gods do, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm thinking of myself, I'm like, uh, in game, it's only come up one other time. Okay. But Vren would probably be the only person who has any interest in information on this person. Mm -hmm. Um, because their original dissertation on time and space and the relation between the two is kind of the foundation of chronomancy. Okay. Okay. Uh, but that also implies someone who existed several thousand years ago. But Garen apparently is still looking for them. Um, he too is a thorn in my side. Very well. Then is it an agreement amongst this group that we will adjust time back to a point? Very well. That is our collective decision. Sir Pap noted. Now, time would be when they were all in the main hall. Four. Just gonna put that out there so we don't change it when they're all separate. This is the next point. We must agree upon when to pull things on the material plane. I will also advise you all that the larger the gap of time, the larger the impact will be across the universe. There are several incursions ongoing, so this may impact. Alicus and the Silver Mother. Well, less so the Silver Mother. Her incursion is in Celestia, but Alicus is dealing with an incursion on the material plane. Well, if it impacts them so much, they should have been here to cast their vote. I agree. I also agree. <laughs> so, so, Twilight Sister, you're saying right before the other mortals got upgraded? Is that what you're saying? Mm. When they're all in the hall together? Yes. I'm fine with that. 
So that way it's not too too long ago, but they're still all together versus when they were separate. Is this going to be before or after they dealt with that? And there's like the spitting sound. The undead monstrosity that I am going to require part of this payment and agreement for releasing these souls. Be that the undead be addressed properly. After, I think. After, yeah. Yeah. Very well, I will, as part of my agreement, require that these mortals go find whatever the source of this undead's power is and eliminate it. Very well. Noted. Sarah Pop. Yes, I've got that written down. Fantastic. Um, Bolded and un- underlined. Yes, yes, that's an excellent idea. You know, I don't deal with font nearly enough as to. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. Extremely important. So, the time when they had met in the hall after they had defeated the beast. Mm-hmm. What sort of upgrades had they had? Because looking at your report, McCain, it appears that a Twilight Sisters champion, or at least budding champion, had engaged in some activity conversing with another being, Mushan's champion, during that time. Uh, That began shortly after that, but before the explosion. And then we also have moments where Saren, someone who apparently seems to follow your path, began integrating themselves into that self-same system. So where do we draw that line? I think it's right before you said when we were all together. Yeah, it would. I sorry, Meta. I would say after Scarlet got her eyes, because then she came back. She spoke with you, and she interacted with Braun, and then that's when you lost your shit and blew up the medical bay. Well, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Would Caitlin still have the power source? Yes. Yeah, because all this is still after that. So the difference is whether or not the upgrades are there. So, like, you know, if it's before the eye upgrades for both for uh, Scarlet, because it sounds like it's before the armor upgrade and the sword upgrade. So the sword upgrade will be gone. The shoulder cannon will be gone. Yeah, I think it would be before that because that's yeah, they were in the outside of the room. So it would be before those upgrades. Yeah. Okay. Meta question. Mm-hmm. Since Kalen has absorbed the like element thing, is he going to be catnip to Asti? <laughs> we'll find I that. <laughs> is Asti going to eat Kalen? Will this entire conversation be entirely pointless because of what I've decided she's doing? Who? <laughs> All right, we got to reconvene. There's been a second incursion. The key <laughs> consumed the power. Has consumed the anchor point. <gasps> yeah, the idea of Asti eating the, the nuclear energy, like that was not something I had considered at all. So I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I thought that's what the energy was, like the source that she had to consume there, but okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh shit. I have. I have no idea. 
piece of ray gun. I mean, if she consumed it, she might fix it. Yeah. She could fix it in her very special fixing way. Asty fix. Asty fix. I fix. She becomes a portable Shrenobyl. Yeah. Hey, there's an army attacking us. Well, we got an atomic bomb. Laser cats. <laughs> yeah, Ken. You can send an army at us. Asty fix. Blow up the entire planet. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> Sorry for that suggestion, and also you're welcome. Maybe. Oh, that's I like. Mm, that was so brilliant. many cool things. Yeah, it's just it's one of those like wonderful things. Like I come up with like eighty different possible scenarios, and it's none of them. It's hey guys, so offbeat. How'd you break your campaign? Well, you know the atom bomb. Mm-hmm. We made one. Mm-hmm. Your DM allowed it. He helped. He didn't know he did, but he did. <laughs> his idea all along. Yeah, and that's one of those I don't think I could pretend to take ownership on. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that was totally my plan. Mm-hmm. Mercy me. Okay. All right. So the agreement then is to move time back to the moment right before. Saren and Twilight Sisters champions to be gained a second upgrade. Is that correct? Yep. Well, then, who is being offered the anchor point? I think we should offer to the group, right? Meta, I suggested TikTok one. Um, so potentially all the characters could not die. And then also, so Ken could potentially not have to be another NPC. I appreciate that, for sure. Because I don't know how to write an NPC that stays in one fucking place. Since we were kind of collecting him. (laughs) How many voices can I keep track of at once? Answer, not many. Um, Garen will answer backs. But is it fair to ask a newborn soul... To take on the responsibilities of the adults. The mistakes of others. Yes, well, that's probably more fair the point. He really newborn. He was already there. He was recently recreated, though. Also, through involvement involving McCain, your interest, and Twilight Sister, your interest. Did they create new life? They're good people. Maybe this was the purpose he was born for. This is the purpose he should die for. So do we pose it to the group then? So we would have to rewind time and then meet with them and see who decided. Really, must we meet with them? I mean, that does seem... I mean, we wouldn't, but we'd have to have somebody meet with them. Oh, okay. I do have other things I do actually have to do done. I'm, I have no doubt. Perhaps we can send Sir Pap to canvas these souls as, well, most of them are loose. I've got them pending processing as per this request. What about Sparkles? He seemed like he really enjoyed them. 
Yes. You want to bring him involved as well? He seemed to screw it up last time, though. May I... This could be his opportunity to redeem. Well, if you all would be willing, and I myself would be included, to act as a silent observer and have those souls, including the one who is currently still living, well, relative to your viewpoint on the timeline, we'll have them interact with Surapap and Sparacles. Would you all want the full information to be provided to them? Would you want a curated list? What should we advise the mortals or ask of them? They seem to enjoy riddles instead of being told direct information. I'm, I've never understood why they want that in their prophecy, but they seem to demand it. I think if you speak in riddles, they're just not going to get it. They don't yep. seem incredibly intelligent. I believe we need Sparkles to speak with them. And if my budding champion were to volunteer, I will meet with him. And McCain, your point of view as what's been brought up has shown that your champion has been, well, a large contributor to this particular event. To have a relationship. Very well. I think perhaps to prevent them from losing their minds. We'll have them interact with Sparacles, with Surapap as a silent voice behind. Very well. You all will have, of course, full overview and decision to make on this. But I do want to give you the moment to allow you to let your mortal shine. So you all are now going to double back into your current character. <laughs> um, root, yes. And we will go through that process here soon. Um, but, Kaelin, you had just watched Sparkles disappear in a blinding flash, and you cover your, hand, cover your eyes reflectively, and you're standing in an all-white room. Next to you, in full, perfect health, Scarlet, Root, Friend, and TikTok. Uh, I'm sorry, and Gurdon. Jesus fuck. <laughs> I was like, hey, we, he, he's there. My apologies, Gurdon. I know I said I was going to do a better job. I really did not. So, Kayla's going to be looking at you guys and be like, mm, I died, didn't I? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. So. Oh, I know you guys did. Well, if you're here, then yeah, you're dead. Yeah. That, that's... Hello, friends. And from behind, you all hear Sparkly's. Uh, he's kind of sitting down, and it's weird. He's covered in fur, but you can see, like, around the temples, it's a little bit matted, almost like he's been sweating. But you're not sure that lions sweat? But he's an androsphinx, so maybe it's a little different. I have to ask, Barclays. This is heaven. I'm pretty sure I'm in the wrong place. Yeah, no, no. Contribution in between point. Ah, that would make more sense to me. I expected a lot more dark, kind of like, you know, yelling, gnashing of teeth. Yeah, I definitely didn't expect a whiteness. Sister, I don't think we'd end up 
Maybe not you. <laughs> I've done a few things. Dan's going to sit there going, hmm. He did too. Well, Lord, uh, typically the gods aren't quite so terrible that any sort of two or three decision, two or three bad decisions is probably not going to assign you to the helch. Um, we'll just leave it with the assumption of two or three bad. You keep going. In fact, I'm going to not ask further questions because that's safer for me right now. <clears throat> uh, and you see him cock his head to the side a little and come back down. So, you all have had a bit of a rough day. Uh, I understand that you all had a moment. The My feathers smell singed. Yeah, yeah, you, you kind of sort of blew up slash melted a little. And then I vomited you. I'm really sorry. Oh. Um, that's the others. Y yeah, sorry. I pressed the dictator because it's just in my <laughs> So here is a couple of things. Um, I don't care. Fuck you. So, listen, <laughs> this is important. You okay there, Sparklies? No. Talk to yourself. I'm, I'm not. Uh, but what I should advise is that this decision is a bit of a shit show. It's one I made eons ago, in a very literal sense. And it's one that one of you is going to need to make now as well. Pardon me a moment. And you all see the area around you begin to shift. And you see from the top side where this tomb was. But you see more of it has been uncovered. There's not nearly as much sand. There's more grass. They're, they're long grass, sort of like what you would see at a, a coastal beach. But it's still there. There's a lot more greenery than what you all had dealt with when you came to this area. The singing sands had not quite encroached so far yet. And you see a small group, a, a rather normal-sized Androsphinx adventuring with a bugbear. And you see a troll, and you see two humans. And they are kind of almost playing, uh, before they discover the entrance to the tomb and they adventure inside. You see time pass a little bit, days and nights slip by before the area erupts into flame. A massive fireball that begins to fill the sky in this region that extends outwards, impacting into the singing sands, reigniting another series of explosions that ripples throughout the planet and your view goes further out and out as you watch the planet itself come torn apart in an event all of you know never happened before it comes back and you see a young sparkles much shorter goatee lacking any of the jewelry weeping as he stares at his friends in life. And you all get a first-person perspective sudden switch that, as you look at your friends, this human adventurer who had answered one of your riddles correctly and convinced you to join them, is laughing and having fun outside of this tomb that you've not entered yet. And you see them both 
ripped apart, scattered into pieces, floating in the air. Before a minute later, they shift back into their normal form, continuing on the joke and asking if you're okay. And that same sort of view of a ripped apart person shifting back after a minute happens all around you. The world itself igniting as you first look at it, and as a moment passes, it shifts back to how it really is, solid and firm. And the memory of what it had been, the world ripped apart by choices that you and your friends had made, are there, and you see them, shredded. Every morning, you see the same, before it shifts back to how it really is now. <laughs> sits in front of you. Your friends have no knowledge of anything that you talk about. You've brought it up multiple times with them that you can see them shredded apart. You can see where the explosion ripped through and pieces of their ribcage were shoved through their shoulder. And they know nothing of that. None of that information ever happened to them as they know it. And they're supportive and they're kind and they're there for you. They are only human, and of course they grow old, and they die. And anytime you visit their grave, you see them in their grave, both shattered apart, and then back together, laying in a peaceful rest of a king. Before it comes back out, and you all are sitting as a group, and Sparacles is freely crying. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey in the Stream. You can also catch the full sessions live on Twitch every other Thursday from 8-ish to whenever the shenanigans end. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and also the Twitch channel. Until next session, stay big from your daddy, Bruce.